to episode 10 of Ruthless Regression. Mm, 10's one of my favorite numbers. We made it. We made it to the first double digits. Finally. It took us a few months, (laughs) (laughs) but we made it. Yeah. We, you know, we're making it. It's okay. Got a lot going on. (laughs) It's been a, a month or so since you've heard from us. Uh, a lot going on in our personal lives. Got a little bit of big news on a personal note. Do you want to share? Sure. Our um, long delay has been <laughs> mostly due to the fact that I'm newly pregnant. Um, so that's made life a little difficult. <laughs> um, but it's it's okay. I mean, it's good. It's good news. Mm-hmm. Excited. Um, new chapter in life. Mm-hmm. Um, just told people, so kind of having to face the music a little bit. <laughs> yep, it's starting to get real. So we're we're about three months in. Yeah. And expecting in April. Yeah. So we'll so. have a little WrestleMania baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no big deal. No. <laughs> um. But yeah. So. <clears throat> delays on me a little bit but um it's, it's just been busy yeah not it's, just that it's but been busy our work lives are very busy but you know what i think we're here we're still here yeah. and we're gonna keep on chugging we're we're headed to vengeance in the next episode um so yeah what else do we have um, as far as wrestling goes, um, no, just any <laughs> other. I, I mean, we can just hop right into it. But I, mean, sure. I guess that kind of covers the the personal stuff. But other than that, we're going to yeah. keep. We're still watching wrestling. Um, we might maybe toward the end we can talk about present day. We missed. We we usually like to do every current time pay per view, but we did watch Payback. We just haven't talked about it on the podcast mm. yet. Yeah. Um, I took a giant step back from yeah. modern day wrestling because I have been so tired. <laughs> so, yeah. um, it's been a little hard to watch, uh, the live shows just because of what, you know, the time of evening and stuff. So, uh, I don't feel as up to date, but yeah, we, we were a little behind on the modern day updates as well, but I'll get there. Um, just had to take a little, little step back from the wrestling life, but um, I'm glad to be back that we're back. Life, life continues to get interesting <laughs> yeah. for us. But there's always wrestling. We'll always have wrestling. There's always wrestling. It's always a constant. <laughs> and it's very, it's comforting. I've been watching just, just earlier. I even started watching, um, WrestleMania 28, was it? Uh, From yes, 2011. So. Um, never really seen that one, but yeah, I, I'm, I watch it all the time. It's it's such a comfort for me. Since we... So, <clears throat> transparency, we started this episode that we're going to talk about today weeks ago and finished it today. Mm-hmm. Um, and having myself had a little bit of a step back from modern day wrestling and then going back to watching older wrestling, I, I did feel a little bit more comfort in the older stuff today, mm. weirdly, than, than I have with modern day wrestling recently. Yeah. I think I got a little um a little bitter about Bloodline and just a little yeah. a little burnt out it felt, but uh, we are planning to go to the Roanoke 
house show <laughs> in November. So that'll be fun. Yeah. We'll get back into it. But yeah, let's uh, let's come on down to SmackDown. Yeah. So today we're talking about SmackDown from July 18th, 2002. Took place in Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania. Sounds right. So Michael Cole <laughs> said, pronounced it Wilkes-Barre. The Rock pronounced it Wilkes-Barre. Barre, yeah. So um, let us know Something if we're that. mispronouncing that. But <laughs> Something in that vein. It's somewhere in Pennsylvania. Um, yeah, and tonight is the the night or, or the next show after we, we heard that Eric Bischoff is going to be the Raw GM. Tonight we're supposed to hear who's going to be the SmackDown GM. Mm-hmm. For the, it feels for, like we're watching like a reality show and wrestling at the same time. <laughs> and that's um, basically what wrestling is. <laughs> yeah. I guess so. But um, scripted reality. That's true. Uh, for those watching along, it would be season four, episode 29 mm. of SmackDown on Peacock. Very nice. Yeah. Sometimes I forget to look, but I did look today. <laughs> also, this is our go home show for for vengeance. So, what go that? home show means the last show before a big pay per view. Oh, okay. So they're trying to get people at this time. They're still paying like I forget how much, maybe fifty bucks or something to go uh, watch vengeance. Wait, they're paying people to watch vengeance. No, people pay have to pay. Oh. That's why it's called pay per view. <laughs> so they're trying to get people to pay in, for it. To invested. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. In this go home um, show. I thought, man, I am out of touch. Okay, I feel you. Um, right off the top, we we have a flashback to what happened on Monday Night Raw, which we just mentioned. Um, the key piece being that Bish- Bischoff, Eric Bischoff, is planning to show up tonight on SmackDown. Yeah, so he's we'll... such an interesting looking man. Yes. <laughs> he looks like he would be in um, some kind of show about like rich Beverly Hills families. Yeah. He's got the almost the like Lord Farquaad <laughs> sort of vibe going like... <laughs> I don't know. Um, we've got Mark Lloyd, the backstage guy, standing by in the parking lot, waiting for, I guess he was waiting for The Rock to arrive, or Triple H. I actually forget. I don't know. I mean, I just remember him saying that the new GM was arriving. Oh, that's right. Yep. That's what he's waiting for. Yeah. How did, how did you know his name? Is he just a really popular um, guy, or did it come up there? Uh, well, they said his name, oh. but also Mark Lloyd is the guy that The Rock made fun of like last week. Oh, <laughs> of course. <laughs> so it is a little bit more memorable. Mm. Uh, up next, we've got Jericho versus Chris Jericho versus John Cena. Mm. C- Cena is coming out there with the yellow trunks. I like him in yellow. Mm-hmm. It's an. In- I love that he's. It's kind of cool that he's doing a different color. I guess that's Steelers colors. Like he comes to mm. town and like he's dressing up like the local mm. team I didn't colors. I did find. I mean, it is interesting that they they're continuing to put him out there and like they trust him against big 
big name guys, but like he's got no personality, no character, no nothing. It's yeah. like go out there in plain trunks and wrestle good. And that's it. Yeah. And I, which not to take a little tangent here, but did I feel like at, didn't at one point you make a comparison to Grayson Waller to that effect or, or something like that? Mm. Uh, no, maybe I'm making that up in my, in my brain. I mean, but, we talked about him sort yeah. of in this context. Yeah. But it is tough, but at least Cena wrestles very well. <laughs> um, yeah. So he's enjoyable to watch. He is enjoyable to watch, but I, I do find it, and I am interested as we go along. Obviously, he he eventually becomes the sort of thugonomic Cena, and then eventually the Cena we know. But um, they really put him out there without a, any sort of character or direction for a good while. I have to imagine they already had so much storyline in the works that it was like, we'll get to you. Like, we'll develop they, you eventually. They just didn't have time, I guess, because he's still coming out to, like, the SmackDown theme song. Yeah. He's got no entrance. It's very strange. For yeah. somebody they're putting up against, Kurt Angle and Chris Jericho. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe backstage he's in really well with people, or I don't It know. seems like... I think it came out of nowhere. Like from what I've heard, like we talked about on his debut, like it, I don't think it was a really planned thing. It was kind of a little bit of a last minute notice. Mm-hmm. I think he overperformed <laughs> on the that's, first. That's my theory. He, he overperformed and then they were like, okay, we're going to keep putting you out there. We don't really have anything for you character or story wise, but we're just going to keep putting you out there and see if you can figure it out. I mean, he's in a very entertaining. Pretty good match. I think he um, he's a very good wrestler, even at this point. Very good. Uh, very, very, good. yeah, very tech. I mean, I wouldn't say technical in style, but he moves well. Uh, yeah. It's like pretty he, crisp. Yeah. He know. I don't know what words you would use to say, but like he knows his way around the ring really well. Like he. Yeah. I don't know. There's cert- There's like a certain quality of more enjoyable to watch wrestlers where you can just tell that they kind of know what's coming next or they're, mm-hmm. they're per- I mean, I know that's part of the performance, but they're uh, moving in such a way that it's a fluid match mm-hmm. <laughs> instead of dull points. But he definitely um, was more offensive this go round as opposed to, I can't even remember who he fought last time. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I don't re- know. I remember him like uh, being super, almost like he was just taking a beating or something. Mm. Um, but yeah, I felt like he was more active this time I around. I think he was in maybe a tag match last time, maybe with Jericho. But yeah. anyway, solid match. Looked like Cena was getting the best of Jericho. So of course, Jericho goes for the low blow right in front of the ref. Are, the, are disqualifying hits like that, are they planned, do you think? Or I guess everything yeah. in a way is planned. But mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. was planned. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he gets disqualified immediately. Then he puts on the walls of Jericho after the bell, makes him tap, and then goes and grabs a steel chair and, and uh, hits him over the back. But yeah, but there's definitely a beef between these two that building, you know, you had the, the Cena smack backstage. I, I do remember now that they were on opposing sides in a tag team match where 
we were talking about how yes. Jericho was kind of rough with him. Yes. So, I mean, it definitely seems like maybe there's some at least storyline beef going on between these two. Yeah. But yes, because I remember pointing out that it I, it wasn't really enjoyable to watch. And even here, even though Jericho doesn't feel quite as aggressive, it's still a little uncomfortable. <laughs> but I don't know why. I don't know if it's just his style or um, or the fact that I'm he's just not a wrestler that I really enjoy watching. But he did have that nice moonsault though. It missed, but mm-hmm. those are always impressive. They look kind of like it's a leap of faith, really. It yeah. looks like it'd be pretty scary, but he pulls it off. Yeah. He's got some cool moves, but I don't know. He hasn't won me over yet. <laughs> Eric Bischoff arrives as promised, and he's going through their locker room, uh, greets Randy Orton, and he goes over to talk to Hulk Hogan, who, you know, used to be kind of his buddy in WCW with the with the NWO. Uh Hogan's not a big fan anymore, and he's he's a bit icy towards Eric Bischoff, and he's basically like, "Yeah, I know you're here to see The Rock, not me. Mm. Like, don't kid yourself." I have a hot take, but we can talk about it when we get to The Rock. Okay, yep. it with the Hulk, with yeah, with Hogan. Okay. <laughs> um, our next match, we've got the Hurricane versus Chavo Guerrero. Uh, is this our first time seeing Chavo? Maybe, maybe. I think so. One of the because first times. I seem to recall when he came out asking myself, who is that? <laughs> yeah. So that's Eddie's, Eddie Guerrero's, is it his nephew? Oh, I don't know. I don't know of the mm. relation. Should have looked that up. <laughs> I think I asked you, but I don't recall. I'll look it up in a minute. Okay. But... Yeah, blood relation, pretty sure it's uncle, nephew, or cousins, or something like that. I think he mentioned something about being compared to, um, why is it leaving me? (laughs) What? I need the, like, loading sign on my face. (laughs) Um, Rey Mysterio. Yes, so that's after the match, but... Uh, I mean, this match was kind of just setting that up. Um, they kind of played on Hurricane having like a knee injury throughout the match. Uh, so he, he kind of got squashed a little bit. Chavo puts on the STF and makes uh, Hurricane tap out. Then he gets on the mic and is talking about how he keeps saying all this propaganda for mm-hmm. Rey Mysterio Jr. They're still calling him Jr. at this point. Um, and eventually we find out that it's going to be Ray versus Chavo in uh, Ray's debut next week. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Hmm. I'm excited. I feel like since we, 10 episodes ago, we were saying that there was um, promos for Ray Mysterio, so... It's been building up for like the whole, yeah, since we started this podcast. Yeah. So really looking forward to seeing Ray for the first time here. <laughs> Finally. Yeah. Um, what else? We've got Eric Bischoff backstage. Uh, he is looking for The Rock and he runs into Vince. 
And he just says that he's checking out the competition. He's really intent on signing Triple H, which is another theme of this night as we're fighting over Raw and SmackDown, starting to fight over superstars. Uh, Triple H really hasn't landed on either one yet, so... We haven't seen him in, like, at all. Yeah, I think he was injured, like, at King of the Ring or something, so yeah. he's kind of been a little on the sidelines. <laughs> there was that thing where it looked like he was going to join the NWO, maybe, mm-hmm. and now, like, obviously that's, that's been scrapped. <laughs> so now it's a Raw or a SmackDown thing. Hmm. Um, then The Undertaker has a really odd interview with Michael Cole <laughs> in like the, I guess like a pre-show interview yeah I thought it was I was like oh I've never seen them do an interview there yeah that's uh, you don't really see those much anymore they're uh-huh. like sitting kind of next to the ramp yeah. out in the arena yeah and just doing an interview one on one like documentary style mm-hmm. I thought it was interesting I feel like when we go back and watch these I'm like ooh that's kind of like new and experimental mm-hmm. they were doing some cool stuff that yeah, would be would be cool to see different shots like that uh, in modern day. Yeah, modern day it's always backstage. I feel like you used to see more like kind of like you said, unique settings mm-hmm. on location. And- I think nowadays they they go for more like reproducible stuff. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter what arena we're in, we're gonna have this area for interviews and this this area. Even with the sets, right? The the giant screen. It's like all built for, let's get it set up quickly. And Yeah, sure. I'm sure they're like, why would we spend time and money doing like a 30-second yeah. shot 20 minutes away? <laughs> but I agree with you. I think it's cool. I wish they would do more of this nowadays. Yeah. I didn't really feel like a lot was gleaned in the interview. Just no. that <laughs> he's getting ready to fight. The Rock and Kurt Angle at Vengeance. Speaking of not a lot happening, (laughs) Billy and Chuck versus Hardcore Holly and the Big Lebowski. I got nothing to say about this except for Hardcore Holly and Big Lebowski win. Yeah. I believe they say it's an upset because Billy and Chuck were the tag team champions, uh, but they have fallen pretty far since then. Are they the ones that come out with Rico? Yep. Because I made a note that he looks crazy in that tiger suit. <laughs> yeah. He does look crazy. <laughs> Some interesting choices. Speaking of interesting choices, we've got the anti-Americans. The anti-American Canadians? I forget what they're <laughs> called. Versus the all-American Hulk Hogan, Edge. That, that includes Canadian Edge. And Rikishi. <laughs> The all-American trio. Yeah, that's that's a good one. It's it's a funny mix-up. I will say the Edge, Edge and Hogan both are are extremely popular through this. Yeah. So I mean, it does seem to be working their their little alliance. Um, I guess feels a little crowd servicey. It definitely is, and it's not going to last long. I don't think, but, uh, yeah, crowds love an edge. They still love Hogan. They're chanting Hogan. They always, in all these matches, they're building up to a Hogan tag. 
every time and it always works it everybody goes goes crazy insane i don't understand (laughs) if you take nostalgia out of it i don't understand yeah i hear what you're saying he he is definitely a holdover from an older era and Mm -hmm. if you don't have that nostalgia then i can definitely see it being like not very yeah, I mean his his move set is dated. Like it's it's a nostalgia act at this point. Yeah, which of course I understand. Like you have to appeal to everyone in the crowd, but it's a little difficult putting that within, for example, this match where everyone is not wrestling that way. And yeah, it's like he's playing a different game. Yeah, like, and everybody else has started playing a, a new game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you got like Ed, all these really athletic dynamic wrestlers that really have started to resemble our modern era. Yeah. Then you've got Hogan who is still doing punches and leg (laughs) drops and boots. Yeah. It's an old, it's an older style. Very old. Yes. And whenever he comes into the ring to do his thing for the crowd, the match effectively has to stop, right? Like, Mm. Everybody kind of has to clear out of the ring. Yeah, let Hogan do his one-on-one thing. He's got to do his thing. It completely, like, stops the match. And he's got to do his little cha-cha-cha. And he's got to do his run, 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 run. His Hulk up. And it's like, okay, I guess we're just going to sit and wait for him to be done. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then once he's done and then he's out of the ring, the match resumes. (laughs) It's fan service. It's... um, He's got a few tricks up his sleeve, and that's about it. But, I mean, not not to hate on him too much. It's worked very well for him. And especially back in his era, like, really paved the way. But just, uh, it's definitely a little bit jarring. Yeah. It, in this era. It throws the feng shui off. I, I feel like if maybe if there was some other guy that could balance that out a little bit then maybe it would Mm. work a little bit more but i just find it it's hard with the younger guys that they're trying to put him up against but tess does a really um (laughs) i thought his pump handle move was really funny (laughs) pump handle when he like puts the arm between the legs and then he picks them up and flips them over oh Hmm. i thought it was a funny move oh i I think they called it the pump handle oh i didn't hmm, i missed that one yeah I, i did too the first time around but yeah. the second time I was like, oh, that's funny. There there was a pretty good, pretty interesting ending to this match because there's like Rikishi kind of sets up the stink face and looks like he's going to do that. Um, I think Tess just annihilates him. <laughs> he just he just boots him. Yeah. Uh, then Hogan comes in there and starts beating on Tess and, and gets him in place for a leg drop. Uh, and then Christian comes in with, I think his finisher, the kill switch, I think is, it's called, I didn't double check that, but that's what I remember. Um, and then it ends with edge spearing Christian and then doing an education on <laughs> Lance storm. Yeah. Very quick, very quick ending. It mm-hmm. felt like it was like, boom, 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 edge comes in, tap out. <laughs> Yeah, like, so like, they didn't let Hogan do the ending. It was kind of like, okay. Felt like gonna, they were like, wrap it yeah. up. 
which was really cool. I mean, they really are putting Edge in like a high profile spot here. Mm-hmm. I mean, they gave him, he got a spear in an execution and won the match. So it seems like they have a lot of faith in Edge at this point as a solo guy. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Even though he's an attack team, like he's really being, being built up as like the young star. Who's he going to attack him with? Hogan. Oh. They're the tag team champions. You don't remember that? Has it been that long? It's been a long time. And also, it's been a lot lately. But um, To be fair, I think even Edge said at one point he forgot he was tag team champions with Hogan. (laughs) (laughs) It just doesn't hold a lot for me. I I don't know how long that's going to last. But... I guess I was confused because Edge has a kind of thing with Jericho, right? Where they're Christian. Oh. Yeah, Edge and Christian were a famous tag team. Right, but Edge and Jericho are like rivals. Oh, I see. Yep. Okay. Okay. Yep. There's a lot of blonde guys that look similar. I agree. I remember getting into all this as like, okay, so you got Chris Jericho and Edge and Christian. And they're all blonde, white guys who kind of look the same. Yeah. Hard to keep track. Yeah. But, okay. I'm following. Then we have yet another Vince McMahon announcement. Well, hold up. First, we got oh, The I Rock. Oh, Rock. I did make a note of that. Backstage with Eric Bischoff. And Bischoff is trying to convince him to come over to Raw. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he says, there. I will be at Raw. Absolutely. And he's like, and Bischoff is like, Yes, well, when we sign the papers and Rock's like, no, I'm not going to sign anything because <laughs> I'm going to be the undisputed champ after what I do at Vengeance. Mm-hmm. So I can go to either show. Mm-hmm. And I can also go to, what do you say, Frazier, <laughs> kick somebody in the nuts. Yeah, he looks Which made himself it. laugh in it. I think he made, like the commentator started laughing. He started laughing. Eric started laughing. Like, uh, man, he was on a roll. I never realized that The Rock had such like... Um, <laughs> kind of frenetic energy. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's very frantic. Yeah. yeah. I, I knew that he was... That was his thing. was like he was jokey and a comedian and whatever. But um, yeah, his his stuff is almost... You're like, oh my gosh. <laughs> um, but it works for him. Absolutely. He it, just oozes charisma. And we'll talk about this more with the main event. Because it comes out in the ring, too, which is really mm-hmm. important. Yeah. But obviously on the mic, too, or just talking. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's just so entertaining. He was born for this. <laughs> yeah. He's very quick quick on his feet. Uh, he also says that while, um, while Bischoff was over at WCW on Nitro, he was doing his part to put him out of business. <laughs> and that's kind of where we end things there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't seem like Bischoff has a lot of friends <laughs> in this. Yeah. It's in too this too fun to put Bischoff in his place because he is very cocky. Um, now we've got Vince. Yes, he. I don't remember a lot of what he says before he makes his big announcement. Yep. Because uh, he I'm, does say that the superstars can negotiate with GMs if they don't like where they're at. Okay. Which was kind of interesting. Yeah. I'm sure that'll come into play. I'm sure a lot of them will be unhappy in some shape or form. Then he reveals. Now, is this the first time that this reveal has happened, or have we seen this particular person before? 
Oh, Stephanie's been involved. Oh, okay. This okay. Then it's my first time being exposed to Stephanie McMahon. Yes. Okay. She's an on-screen character. She's been around for a while. Okay. She's a she's a dynamic, powerful lady. Yes. Who, as I said earlier, forgot to do her <clears throat> vocal warm up before she got <laughs> on the mic because she, she was straining. <laughs> she was intense on the mic. She, though i mean she she was doing great i mean like you i haven't i've seen stephanie here and there but um it's been a while yeah and thought she did a great job just um going through like how you know we've got this yeah a real relationship between stephanie and triple h but also an on-screen relationship which has apparently ended and they're going through divorce proceedings in, <laughs> in the storyline. Uh-huh. Um, but also, on a business perspective, she wants Triple H to be on SmackDown. So that's a whole thing. Uh, she also says as her first act as, as general manager, she's going to go throw Eric Bischoff out of the building. And yeah. She, I mean, it takes a lot of chutzpah to... To have that big of an announcement from the crowd and then have the camera follow mm-hmm. you all the way and then stand up to what I'm sure is a very intimidating man. So she gets all up in his face. I don't think she's intimidated at all by <laughs> Bischoff. I, I know. I don't think she's intimidated. I, I know. But I think he is intimidating, I would mm. think. Um, Maybe not to her, but probably to some people. Yeah. Yeah. I think it would be hard being in that position like... I think like, oh, well, if my dad was Vince McMahon (laughs) and I had to deal with that plus work in that setting with a bunch of beefcake boys, sure, um, it would be, you'd have, you'd have to have a lot of, uh, energy. (laughs) Yeah. And she grew up around it. So I'm sure she's very much used to it at this point. Yeah. Um, but she does throw Eric Bischoff out of the building, and he says there's a lot that can happen between now and vengeance. Including at towards the end of the show. <laughs> <laughs> I think, anyway. Yeah, because... Yeah, because there's another mm-hmm. little clip with him, right? I uh, know, there's the last... Oh, well, yeah, we won't spoil that. There's a thing at the end, yeah. Yeah, I just didn't write it down. Anyway. <laughs> we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got Billy Kidman versus Tajiri. Uh, this is kind of, I don't know if we've covered this yet or not, but it's going to be Kidman versus Jamie Noble at Vengeance for the Cruiserweight Championship. Uh, Tajiri has kind of got a weird relationship with Jamie Noble and Nydia, so I guess he's going to fight in their honor tonight. <laughs> some weird some weird energy with this match and then just some weird commentary <laughs> about them um yeah. they are really trying to push the the like um love triangle um trilogy agenda mm. without saying it it's really yeah. weird <laughs> like they, I, I don't know where they're going with this they're stepping over around not quite through it. <laughs> this just still feels like a Vince thinks this is funny kind of angle. It's weird. And then, yeah. not to skip ahead, but like at the end, when um, Noble comes out and he like starts making out with Nydia, Nydia I'm like, that's weird. <laughs> it's yeah. weird. 
Not the fact that two people would kiss on screen necessarily, but it's the open mouth tongue kiss that's a little mm-hmm. like, what are we doing here? <laughs> so much weird. It is weird. Yeah. But I think a pretty good match. I I like watching this cruiserweight division. Uh, Billy Kidman is always a standout mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. For someone who didn't really make a big name for himself, um, he's super talented, at least in the ring. Yeah, I look forward to seeing him with Noble. Yeah, he win- he wins via a shooting star press, which is a hell of a, a finisher to have to do every match. Mm. Um Yep, and then kind of like you said, Noble gets involved. He attacks Kidman after the match, and Tajiri gives him the poison mist right in the face. Mm, the green mist. Yes. Not to be confused with Asuka's blue mist. <laughs> Is it blue? Yeah, hmm. I think so. Yeah. Mist. Yeah. <laughs> Jericho backstage is walking into Stephanie's dressing room, uh, kind of kissing ass, honestly, mm, just yeah. being like, boss, welcome back. He strikes me as the kind of person that would do that in real life. Yeah, you. it's pretty believable. Uh, <laughs> really throwing Jericho under the bus this episode. Mm-hmm. Um Stephanie says it's really selfless of him to have given up his vengeance match um, because originally he was going to face Edge at vengeance uh, and on screen he decided to give that up so that they can go do the tag team championship match. Mm. So uh, Stephanie says you you deserve something for being so selfless. So next week we're going to have Chris Jericho versus Edge. And Jericho is clearly not real happy about this. Is he, do you think he's just not happy because it's Edge or because he thinks he's going to get whooped or we don't know? It seems like a little bit of like a fear. Like, yeah, like he thinks he's going to lose maybe. Okay. We shall see. There's some history between those two. So maybe he thinks he was getting out of it and now he's back into it. Mm, okay. Well, he slams the door on that one, and that's the end of that talk. We get a whole rundown of the Vengeance card, which I'm not going to go through, but they have added um, Triple H is going to decide between Raw or SmackDown mm. at Vengeance. Bum, bum, bum. So that's on the rundown. Bunch of matches. I don't know if they've all been announced or if. Sometimes they'll like slip one in right at the end. Mm. So I know there was like Booker T versus Big Show mm. was in there. I don't know if that was announced. But yeah, it looks like a pretty um pretty fun pay per view. Yeah. It'll be a good one. Lots mm-hmm. of good lots of good matches I, f- I foresee. Including the main event Angle versus Kurt Angle versus The Rock. Uh, the Undertaker not involved in this one, but it will be a triple threat at Vengeance between those three. Mm-hmm. We have Kurt Angle coming out first. He's on the microphone saying he's going to make The Undertaker and The Rock tap. Um, he gets in the ring and then The Undertaker comes out unexpectedly. Mm-hmm. He's just going to chill ringside. He brought his whole motorcycle <laughs> and everything down. He's on but his big boy bike. He's on his bike. The Rock comes out and the crowd 
goes wild. Mm-hmm. And he runs in, and the atmosphere is just pretty electric. Kind of like we were talking about, his charisma just comes out like in his movements. Every time he's like punching, it's like his whole body is into it. Yeah. Um, he's very animated. Yes, very animated, charismatic. I also find it interesting how he like punches. Like he does kind of this um, closed hand sort of smack. So hmm. you can kind of hear, you can kind of hear it when it smacks, smacks him in the face. Mm. But obviously it's not like a full force punch, but. Hmm. I, um, I didn't, I had to pay attention at vengeance. Yeah. He, but his body is very energetic, which mm-hmm. I wouldn't have really imagined that him and Kurt Angle would have been such a good match, but they play mm-hmm. off of each other really well. Oh yeah. They're both very energetic and move a lot in the ring. Yeah. I believe this is the rocks first match in a little while mm. too. So in, it seems like he really hasn't lost anything. He's, he's still got it as the commentators point out. <laughs> yeah. He, he's a very good performer. I feel my hot take was that I feel like the rock is what the Hulk, wants to be (laughs) (laughs) as far as the charisma and Mm. the crowd service he's like the he was like the new age hogan for sure yeah with the people's elbow and Mm -hmm. and whatever like when he was getting everybody psyched for that i I was like oh this Mm -hmm. feels like the hogan thing but a little bit better yeah (laughs) well i mean standing on the shoulders of giants you might say Mm. Maybe uh, Hogan Hogan walks so the Rock could run. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say something else about that. I wonder who the Rock maybe modeled himself after, or liked a lot. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I know his like. You know, he's part of the bloodline before the bloodline was a thing, mm-hmm. so it, he's got family. That I'm sure influenced him quite a bit. Um, it's interesting that The Rock and Rikishi don't like. I, w- I wonder if they ever had a like a partnership or anything. Yeah, it anyway. just seems even like now modern day, it seems like The Rock's just like I don't really want to do that. Like mm. he's kind of a solo guy. Feels like he's fly- he's perfectly fine being The Rock and only The Rock. Mm. The the other thing I was gonna say. Um, if we go back to WrestleMania, was it 19, maybe 18 or 19, the, uh, it's the rock versus Hulk Hogan. Mm. And that was a big, like passing of the torch moment Mm. between those two. It's a very famous match. I'm sure. So we'll have to go watch that sometime. I'm sure it was famous as far as the crowd reaction Mm. is concerned. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Uh, what else? Let's see. I, I thought it was fun that, <laughs> fun and funny that Kurt Angle was using the ropes on his choke holds mm-hmm. when he had them on the ground. He'd mm-hmm. like get his feet up, then he'd bring them down, and the ref would notice the ref <laughs> would notice the the rope like bouncing, and he'd be like, "Kurt, what, 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 did you just use the rope?" And he's like, "No." And then the ref would go back down to the rock, and he put his legs right back up there. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're a little silly. Kurt yeah. and The Rock are a little silly. Yeah. I really um, like watching Kurt Angle wrestle. It's, he's a good entertainer. Absolutely. 
these three are all, it's going to be a fun match of vengeance. Yeah. We don't get a true finish to this match, which is pretty expected. The Rock accidentally clotheslines The Undertaker at ringside. Um, the Rock had a really interesting uh, DDT. I don't know if you remember that one. Yeah. He kind of like spun around Kurt Angle and then... It looked DDT. painful. Yeah, anytime, you think so? Anytime there's a headlock where the head is, is mm. forward before they slam down, it yeah. always makes me like cringe a little bit. I have to assume um, they don't actually hit their head, but yeah, I would also hope in this. Yeah, scene, but yeah, it's the but the positioning. It almost it looks like they're pulling the head forward, like down into the ring, which mm-hmm. always makes me like, oh god, that I feel like that would hurt so bad. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, I have to assume Kurt Angle is very good at looking like he's taking headshots, and I yeah. hope that he's not taking <laughs> direct yeah. headshots, but. He's very good at making it look like he is. Oh yeah, and he's he's so good at selling. And him plus the Rock in his flourish, like mm-hmm. that that really makes it that much better. So they're a really good pair. Yeah, I I think that to me that makes Kurt Angle even more impressive. Mm-hmm. The fact that he started as a professional, I guess, and a mm-hmm. wrestler but then can perform like that so well, which I guess you would have to have the skill to do it, to like to know mm-hmm. what it looks like for real and then sell mm-hmm. it, I guess. But it just makes him that much more impressive to me. I know. It's just like the stars aligned with him. Yeah. He had the actual wrestling skills plus the ability to be an entertainer at yeah. the same time. Yeah. He's really cool. Definitely one of my favorites. We we were going to have to watch the, the Peacock documentary on Kurt Angle. Yeah. That just came out a week or two ago. Yeah, that's on the list. Yep. We made it through the Cody Rhodes one. Um Undertaker of course, once he he uh recovers from his clothesline, he comes in and interrupts the people's elbow <laughs> on the rock. And chaos, of course the the disqualification is called uh so I guess technically Kurting no, sorry, the Rock wins this one. But yeah, chaos ensues. Everybody's going after everybody here. Um, Angle puts the ankle lock on <laughs> on the rock and makes him tap after the bell. Mm-hmm. And that's our our finish for that little storyline. Uh and tune into Vengeance to find out what happens next. To be continued. <laughs> Then we have one final scene, right? Yep. Triple H is in the parking lot. He is technically sort of at SmackDown, but in the parking lot. <laughs> We're sh- we sure are seeing and hearing a lot mm-hmm. about him right now. I hope his return is a big one. A big one, <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're gonna see we're gonna see so much Triple H during this <laughs> era. So he's just charging just, up. Huh? Yeah, just just hold on. Settle in. <laughs> Stephanie is there. Um, they're kind of standing outside of the limo. S- Steph is saying, you know, this is strictly business. And mm-hmm. Triple H is like, are you sure you don't want your lawyer here? Mm-hmm. Um, that would yeah. be hard. So they really were married. They sh- they're they still married. Yeah, they still are. It would be a hard thing to yeah. sell. They're like trying to act like they're like fighting and divorcing. They've put their relationship on screen so much throughout the years. Uh. Interesting. 
Yeah. Okay. Well, he tries to get in his little limo. Yeah, he says, I'll decide this Sunday. And looks like he's going to say something nice to Steph. And then he says, you can't wait. (laughs) (laughs) Gets in the limo. The window comes down and Eric Bischoff is in there. Mm. He's smoozing. I love how like early 2000s limos were the thing the thing the sign of like you're making it big and now it's like a big black all black tinted suv mm-hmm. like limo's a little tacky yeah that's true when i saw it i was like eh, it's kind of old <laughs> yeah <laughs> now you gotta have the all black mm-hmm. uh, suv or what, whatever those things are called mm. big big black cars yeah i'm not a car person i don't know what they're called like an escalate or something yeah Mm-hmm. Is, is that an SUV? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I know car. <laughs> I, my car knowledge exists of this is a car, this is a truck, this is an SUV. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's about it. <laughs> so that's uh, that's SmackDown. So now Vengeance would be on a Saturday or. Sunday? Vengeance at this time would be on a Sunday. They did pay-per-views on Sunday. Gotcha. Um, they eventually moved them to Saturdays, I guess, so they don't have to do the Sunday and then Monday. That And I, I would think football would be like uh, a big competitor, wouldn't it? Sunday night football. Um, I guess so. Is that is that the night they usually do football? <laughs> It's sad that I'm asking you that. <laughs> I think that's a big thing, Sunday night football. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I was trying we're, to... we're wrestling fans, not football fans. <laughs> I'm trying to see who I'm trying to see uh how Chavo is related to Eddie. Oh. But we'll come back to that. Okay. They're related. That's all that matters. Yeah, they share a last name. They're they're related enough to share a last name. <laughs> that's all we need to know. Okay, so that's SmackDown. Uh, we will be back eventually <laughs> in a week or two weeks or a month or two months. Hey, Who knows? Good things are worth waiting for. Yeah. And this is this one's worth doing right. Yeah. Vengeance is going to be longer. Probably going to be a longer episode. Yeah. For the podcast as well. Um, so we'll get to it. We'll get, <laughs> we'll to, get it. to it when we get to it. <laughs> it's our first pay-per-view, so that's exciting. Mm-hmm. I think I'll do my favorite match of today is Angle and Rock. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Very good match. Yeah. I, I have to agree. I mean, if there's, I don't know that there's even a good second option. Like the matches were just not really the focus of this show. Yeah, but that's, I mean, that's how it goes right before, uh, big event it's a little bit of a lull i think we said that yeah. last time too they they'll slow down a little bit they're but sh- they're not showing their cards yeah but vengeance will be fun jericho and cena was pretty good that's probably your number two and you didn't even get a real finish there yeah cena's just fun to watch i guess the six man tag was pretty good mm, it's okay yeah anyway that's that's my down <laughs> Let's back down. We'll transition now. Uh, let's talk briefly about modern day happenings since we've been away for a month. Mm-hmm. Um, decent amount has happened. Uh, first of all, 
The Rock. He's back. Speaking of The Rock. Speaking of, <laughs> he made a little sneaky return in Denver. My mind was absolutely blown. I think um, everyone was shocked by this. And it, it was a one-off appearance, at least so far. But yeah, his music hit and the, the crowd just absolutely erupted yeah. on SmackDown this past week. Yeah. It was crazy. I imagine so. Imagine they didn't expect that at all. Yeah. But it didn't he do something with Cena that I thought it kind of suggested that he was going to do something or be back or No. Oh. Um I mean he did some back he had like a backstage like hug with Cena. Mm. But yeah, no. I think I guess you could do Rock and Cena again. I don't Just know. as like a one last time kind of thing. One but I think it's more likely, um, you know, you and I have been talking about the interview he did with Pat McAfee on his podcast where um, basically he said that Rock versus Roman was for WrestleMania 39 was um, hands were shaken <laughs> and um, ended up they, they couldn't figure out the best way to do it, I guess, to make sense with the story. So, Excuse me. So this time around, they're they're starting now in September. Maybe, to maybe make this it work. is part of the thing. Is they're yeah. starting to float it now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised after all of this if it was Rock versus Roman at WrestleMania. I hope it's not for the title. But can you imagine? They won't give it to Cody Rhodes. They give the- it to the Rock. <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny. And so sad. And then have Cody win it at Backlash or something. That would be so sad. I hope not. Ugh. Mm, no. Um, I know. I Who mean, I, I hate to say it, though, but anything... I, I hope The Rock comes back. I, I hope it's not for the title, but, I mean, this could be... He, he's getting to the point where there aren't many more of these he can do. You think he's getting a little old? Well, he's like 51, 52, right? Mm-hmm. He's, I mean, he looked good, though. I mean, he, he did his uh, people's elbow mm-hmm. spine buster. Mm-hmm. He's still bulky as he's, heck. Yeah, he's pumped. We'll see. I don't think he needs a title, but no. I could see him coming and going, bantering, squabbling, yeah. whatever. Just give us a WrestleMania match in... That's all we need. Yeah. I think it'd be cool to see him as just like a little side character. Mm. He doesn't need to be a main wrestler. I don't think he's... Just a one-off. He's never going to be a side character, though. He's the rock. (laughs) Well, I don't... What I mean by that is like uh, we see him on the side every once in a while. I mean, he's always the rock, of course, but um, he doesn't need to come in and face Roman and Cody and yada, yada, yada. That would be a little much for me. But what else has happened? L.A. Knight continues to beef with The Miz. Uh, Yeah, that seems to be pretty well wrapped up, but it does seem like they're ramping up on him. Uh, He won his his final match with The Miz, hopefully final match, this past uh, Friday on SmackDown. He called out basically all the champions. (laughs) He said he's looking for gold, so it makes you wonder... 
are they going to put him in a championship program now or is it going to be another side thing? Because there was like a brief sort of thing between the bloodline or between Solo kind of saying he's going to have to deal with LA Knight because he called out Roman. Mm-hmm. So we'll see where that's headed. Um, I have the payback results up because it's been a couple of weeks. Um, we don't have to go through all these, but Rollins and Shinsuke has been pretty good. Mm-hmm. I think Shinsuke's real Shinsuke really was impressive. I think at payback, he put on a really good show. Mm. Yeah. It's a good Enough. matchup. Unexpected, but, um, we talked about Ray Mysterio winning the United States championship. I think, I don't know. I think that's happened since our last show. Um, I think we talked about it, but yeah, we can talk about it again. He's he's still the champ. He he beat Austin Theory uh, again. He's beat him twice now. So Austin's doing his own thing. But overall, I thought it was a great show. I'm I'm even looking here and like they're oh you, you know what we do have to talk about Judgment Day versus Kevin Owens and Sammy. Mm. That was probably <laughs> the craziest match. You did really like that match. It was just insane. Like Kevin Owens jumping off the balcony, the swanton onto Dom on the table was just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was a lot. It was a long match. It felt like they went from the ring to the crowd to the ring to roundabouts everywhere. It was yep. a long match. Up next, we've got Fastlane. Um, is that the name of the next event? Yeah. Oh, I've never heard that title in my life. You haven't? <laughs> no. Mm. Fastlane. I'm pretty sure. You might not. Oh. I'm pretty sure that's the next one. I just have never heard that before. Yeah. Um, I actually was looking at that on Peacock because I was going to watch the last one. The last one didn't hasn't happened since 2021. Huh. <laughs> Get in the fast lane. So who's who uh, sponsors this one? AutoZone? <laughs> Not that I'm, I'm aware of. They may have a sponsored match like they usually do. But yeah. Anyway, I'm that calling it now. It's what what company says that? Get in the. No, that's get in the zone. AutoZone. Mm-hmm. Is it? Maybe there's another one that's something about a lane. Mm. <laughs> I'm calling. Stay it in that. your lane. It's a it's a car a car or something auto something that'll sponsor it. Okay, I think that's probably enough. We can. Uh... We've made it through. Sometimes, just like the gym, the first one back is the hardest. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yep, we appreciate your patience mm-hmm. and sticking with us. And like we said, you know, it's it's a ride. It's life. Things come and go. But we'll keep coming. Just bear with us. <laughs> um, Absolutely. We'll be back for episode 11 eventually. Eventually. At some point, it'll be a, a nice surprise mm-hmm. when it pops up. Mm-hmm. We'll talk vengeance. We'll talk vengeance. And fast lane. <laughs> Maybe. Possibly. <laughs> If it takes that long, yeah. (laughs) When is Fastlane? October 7th. Oh, I'll be here before you know it. And we'll be gone. 
We do have a lot of weekend plans. So. Yeah. All right. That's enough. <laughs> that's enough from us. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you on the next one. See you.